Ladies and gentlemen, from somewhere in London, England, this is the podcast. Podcast. It's a podcast about podcasts. The blue team is pressing forward. The red team is trying to stop them. There's a through ball to number 10. He gives it back to the guy who passed it to him. And he's passed it on to another guy who has some sort of phrase tattooed on his forearm. And he has now put the ball past the goalkeeper into the back of the net. This is the podcast podcast. It's not a review of podcasts. It, rather, it's a chance for us to talk about the topics raised in podcasts. Uh, and sort of review them. You, no, 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 it's no, not, no, not no, a it's, review. You specifically said it wasn't. This week, we've got an extra member of the team. Yeah. This is James Nicolau. Thank you very much for having me. So this week's topic is watching sport. And there are quite a few sports podcasts. Do you guys have any sports podcasts that you've, you've listened to? Yeah, I listen to one. Usually I listen to the Tuesday Club, which is the Arsenal podcast. I don't think it's an official one, but it's done by Alan Davis, the comedian. And every now and again, he has a few guests on it, like his mates, uh, Ian Stone, who's another comedian. They don't do it as regularly anymore because I don't know how much are successful ever. now and they don't need to do a podcast no not even you, it's mostly because Arsenal aren't great okay, now <laughs> no, there's no point in doing it because all they do is go on and moan do you listen to get more than you get say in like a whatsapp yeah group yeah kind of completely like, um, I mean you listen to it and it sounds like you're listening to a fun comp you, you enjoy it because they're having fun and when they're laughing and cracking jokes and cussing each other mm-hmm. that's when you laugh and they, they, you know they might provide you with some insightful stuff but usually you're just yeah. You're involved. You feel like you're involved and you're enjoying it because you, you could, feel like you're part of it. You could jump into the yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's like a relatability sort of. So that's know. that's where I really because I don't I'm not a big. I don't you like you just don't get it. You're a little so bit autistic people, when it comes to sport. <laughs> so when people start talking about football, I'm like shut down. Well, <laughs> one that I listen to is from one of my favorite podcasts, This American Life, and it was about Wilt Chamberlain, probably one of the best basketball players maybe of all time, and he um, was, however, a terrible free thrower. And one season, he decided to try this new technique of free throwing, and he got the most free throws anyone has ever got in a season. And then, crazily, the next season, he gave up the technique and went back to being a terrible free thrower. Why? You'd have to listen to This American Life to find <laughs> out. Is, do you think, because, like, like, you know, I do, I play sports and I do watch some sports, but I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a sports fan. Do you think these podcasts would do enough to make me if I don't if I literally don't care about any the well then I mean why would you be listening to it I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest with you I don't think you would despite how jokey and how much you do feel like you're involved if you don't have that tether you still can't get it. away from the fact that why are these men running around throwing yeah, a ball and why are they I getting don't care? so wound up yeah, about yeah. it and why yeah. are they, like why a, they a, putting a so much onus on it brain is not connected or something or, or maybe no, it's, maybe it's, it's, it's a part of that mine is not connected and that's why i'm into it i don't know i don't, I don't, I don't well, think my, there's a right and a wrong I'll tell you, you, yours is the more common my dad always used to say i don't know if he heard this or something i'm going to say that he made it up to make him sound smarter but he said that at one point our, our soul if you believe in souls that was filled with religion yeah. And now, in, in modern day, people don't really care so much about religion. That's <laughs> but now, nowadays, it, that hole is filled with sport. Well, there's Jesus, right? He plays for... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real Madrid. Football joke, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's like when uh, you guys do film jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. 
Uh, there was another one I listened to, and it was the um, ESPN 30 for 30 podcast. Yeah. And I chose the story of Wrigley Field, which is the home of the Chicago uh, Cubs baseball team. That's the one I happened to listen to. It was a story of how Wrigley Field became the only Major League Baseball stadium not to have lights. It was a great podcast. It was basically a whole lot of old men and women reminiscing about the good old days, much like this podcast. And um, a couple of my favorite pro- quotes from that podcast. Wrigley Field was the only field where you could hit a home run and break someone's window. Not at the same time. <laughs> somebody would hit a home run. Somebody would hit a home run. And, somebody would... and another one was, and I do want, there's some colorful language uh, in this one. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and get my players, get destroyed every day and be quiet about it for the fucking nickel dime people to show up? <laughs> the Cubs are coming out of hibernation. My fucking ass. <laughs> So if that doesn't make you want to listen, I don't know what will. I didn't know that Brooklyn was in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I feel like I was there. And I thought it would be a good place to start just if we talked about our kind of passion for, for sport, respectively. You start, Matt. What's yeah, your passion Matt, for sport? Matt, why don't you start? <laughs> uh, Matt, you're not, you're not a, really a sports fan, are you? Oh, don't label me. <laughs> Maybe I, I do like sports. I was going on about it all the time. But, but do you? Do you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Um, uh, I like. I used to play a lot of tennis when I was young. That's the yeah, sport. Right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't like football. Of... I don't like rugby. So no, I don't really watch sports. It's only when you leave school that you discover the other sports. Yeah, that, that aren't rugby. Yeah, that aren't football yeah, or whatever. Tennis, you think. Oh, or... I do like. You know, you do like kind of curling. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, lawn bowls. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I've done a few little bits and I've liked it, but no, team sports. I don't know. I never really got hustled into it, but maybe because my family weren't into watching sport. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good point, actually, when I think about what got me into sport. I mean, I used to get VHS videos of the Australian Rugby League. My dad used to take me down and we'd get out of the video shop and watch it because it wasn't available live on air in New Zealand. And (laughs) that was how we... Uh, yeah, you, you'd go in and rent it like just like renting any video. It'd be like the latest round of the. It was called the Winfield Cup back then, Incredible. which is uh, cigarette sponsoring. Young kid, massive afro. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that was my. Um, I guess you know, I, I, I had that kind of uh, I, that love. I guess instilled uh, in me, and, and maybe that kind of almost you could say indoctrinated. I think I enjoy the comp- watching competition. Like that's why the same reason I kind of like game shows. I'm a bit of an yeah, old man yeah, in that way. I, I just enjoy. It doesn't have to be. The, the biggest thing in the world it could be a steering competition you know that's something you'd watch is it dude when I was at uni one of my mates loved snooker I was forced to watch an entire I don't know if it was the world cup or whatever it was but I sat there with him because he had the biggest TV in his room and he wouldn't let us watch anything until we finished watching the snooker I don't think there's a world cup of snooker I didn't I still don't care about snooker at all even my, the world cup of snooker especially <laughs> the world cup of snooker um, yeah. but he loves it. That was my point. Well, is my it doesn't matter how small it appears. Mm. I mean, snooker's got a global following as well, I guess. But big and really big in China. Does. That's, That's why there's a World Cup of snooker. <laughs> my wife bought me tickets to a snooker tournament. Was uh, it the World Cup. It wasn't the World Cup. <laughs> That's really hard to get tickets for. Um, I remember I tried to get tickets for that. And and they were like, "Oh, it doesn't she was like, You know what? Parentheses. Please Google this. It was at Wembley Arena. She was like, "There's going to be ninety thousand people there." And I was like, no, I don't think that you're thinking of Wembley Stadium, yeah. Wembley Arena. But what was really interesting was that as we were watching it, you ha- you were wearing these like um, headphones and you could hear the commentary. Oh, really? And the players can't hear the commentary that's going on. And then every now and then, there'd be a little teeter of, <laughs> and then the players would kind of stop and look around and realise that they're probably talking about they'd them. Be like, and then they'd get back into it. Why does they just play the commentary live? Quite an amazing, oh. well, because it would put the players off, I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Um, makes sense. Oh, wouldn't they say, like, quiet, please? Yeah. And then they play in tennis. You know about tennis, right? Yeah. 
Is there a World Cup of tennis? <laughs> I do spend, I think, too much time. But how do you have, like, you know, as a man, you know, you've got kids. I don't even know the... Person with How do I find time? Yeah, but I mean, um, you know, I just you know when the kids are sleeping, when the wife's doing the dishes. Um, okay. No, just, <laughs> joking, joking. Yeah. No, when the kids brands are available. No, yeah. when the <laughs> <laughs> I must completely apologise to James. I've just googled World Cup of Snooker, and there is indeed a World Cup of Snooker, an invitational tournament. Let me just stop you there, James. I don't think there is a World Cup of Snooker. We'll cut it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and we're back in recording. Go. <laughs> James, in terms of sport, what's your sport? Um, A lot of football. I mean, I was my dad signed me up to be a junior gunner before I was born. So Arsenal fan from (laughs) literally from before day one. Not so much football these days. I've tried to broaden my horizon. You know, instead of because you're just living in England, Mm. you just end up watching football by proxy. So, Mm. like Matt said before, it's it's good to diversify a little bit. So nowadays, I watch a lot of American football. I've always been a massive boxing fan. Mm. I used to watch a lot of mixed martial arts, but not so much these days. Mm. Um, Yeah. How do you marry that with your kind of, you know, cerebral uh, analysis of film world? Like, how do you do you compartmentalize the two things, or do you see there's no no need to? Um, yeah, I mean, it is definitely... The, when you watch... When I watch boxing, for, let's just say boxing, for example. Mm. If you were to watch boxing, and then you're to watch a boxing film, mm. you definitely don't watch boxing films for the boxing. No, definitely So, not. when you're watching yeah. boxing, movie boxing, mm, you mm. realise how ridiculous Cinderella it is. Cinderella Man. Yeah, mm. Cinderella Man, Rocky. As much mm. as I love Rocky, mm. the boxing is... <laughs> Creed, uh, Raging Bull. Actually, Creed, probably... Is of has the, a bit of the of most recent one because it's actually got Tony Bellew in it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Creed, but I'd imagine yeah. that one has pretty pretty accurate boxing. In yeah, it. it's again, it's still like they're punching each. If if they punched each other in the head as many times, they would have been. In, they um, would be clean, and that's brain concussion. Because in that first Rocky, they sort of lead him with the face, and he take like every shot lands. Dude, Rock, Rocky's not particularly realistic when you look at it now. From, in a, terms that, of, from a boxing perspective, but that's how I learned to box from Rocky. Oh, well, that's why yeah. your career was cut short. <laughs> but you're right. In the, um, the <laughs> Jake Gillingham film, leg knocked out brutally. <laughs> what was the Jake Gillingham <laughs> boxing South for? Really Million like Dollar Baby, Hillary Swank. Yeah. There was a Daniel Day Lewis one as well. The Barry, boxer, the boxer, and apparently Barry McGeekin, <laughs> who trained him for that, said that he could compete yeah. uh, at a reasonable level. He got mad, 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 mad. Into he, level, he fully yeah. gets involved. In his roles, though, like all yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Why do the boxes have to be? You know, the press conferences. Why do they need to be so mean to each other? Just for hype. Yeah, literally. Is it real? I mean, I don't. They can't. Sometimes it is. Nine but times generally, generally, I would say no. Yeah, exactly. But for the most part, I mean, usually you get Mayweather come out and he'll be like, you know, this guy's rubbish. I could definitely beat him. His family won't love him at the end of it. And yeah. then at the end of it, the, at the end of the match, he'll be like, actually, he's a really nice guy. You know, yeah, we got it's on really well. What, what was that boxing match you always say? I'll oh, watch this. This boxing um, match is the one to watch. Probably, probably Joshua Klitschko, the most recent one. Oh no, no you no, made no, a thriller in Manila. There's one you always go like, watch this one, watch this one. Um, well, there's there's so many. I mean, there's so many great ones. But um, I mean, watch one, them all. Start one from the beginning. <laughs> I don't know how to when because people, I find a lot of people assume I like football, and then I don't know how to. It's the haircut. <laughs> I don't know how to. Uh, the best way to kind of let them down gently. Yeah. yeah, I've had a lot of situations where I've kind of gone along with it, and and the rising terror and stress. Like once you're in, yeah, right. I've gone too deep. But like I'm an undercover FBI agent, and now I'm. I'm having yeah. to live the life and it's like oh, I don't know if I'm my own person you know anymore. what do what my brother does he knows just enough yeah. so that if he talks to somebody no, about it he's so convincing <laughs> genuinely <laughs> I used to work for um, a live sports TV channel 
in their football bit. How, how did you pull that off? Well, like, I wasn't, like, always blagging it. I worked somewhere else and then I was put there. Oh, it was yeah. like, more of a technical job. Get the close-up of Cazola. <laughs> so that is what happened. No, so, no. I, so I had, like, you know, I'm recording everything on, on match day, and then producers would come and be like, have you got this interview with this player? And I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. Is that a guy? Yeah. This is some more fucking interesting shit. Considering what we're talking about, bullying. Yeah. I studied University of Montreal, I took part in, and it was um, watching ice hockey actually raises the heart rate by 75%, which is the equivalent to doing exercise. So basically, they were saying the stress and adrenaline and uh, heightened emotions of watching sport may actually replicate the, the physical feelings you have when you play you sport so maybe you don't need to uh, they were quick to point out quick to point yeah, yeah. let me just stress it doesn't equal cardio but then on the flip side of that the, the emotional stress of watching sport particularly I guess if your team is not doing well mm. raises the risk of um, having a heart attack so you should do some training before you watch sport. <laughs> yeah, they should. Yeah. if you have chest pains you should take them seriously it does stress me out uh, even though I, I try and convince myself that I don't and I'll say stuff like, oh, I don't, know, I don't even really watch football these days because, you know, it's, it's not about the game anymore. It's about the money. And then when I do watch it, I care immensely. <laughs> yes. it's, it's a weird sort of like you adopt it, even though it has nothing to do with you. And the ability of your team to achieve anything has nothing to do with you. It's sort of like appropriated achievement isn't it yeah. it's like oh maybe my life's not going great yeah, yeah. But the team I support just won the Champions yeah, League that's why you yeah. can say well, well we're doing this we've done that yeah it's always yeah. plural isn't yeah. it we we it's like well you know Wenger doesn't know who you are yeah. Yeah. he probably wouldn't care if you died tomorrow but you know he appreciates <laughs> the support of your team <laughs> I mean, there was something I did read recently that uh, often you're watching professional sport because you're comparing yourself with the elite. So you, it's a reproductive thing. You're seeing how good you are compared to... These are the best of the best. These are the best of the best. How do I compare? How do yeah. I compare? And how do you feel like you compare, Ken? There is a part of me that thinks, I reckon I could go around with a bantamweight. You elevate your own ability yeah. in your mind. Do you right? think that? Yeah. No. If I'm completely objective about it, no, of course not. Okay. But in my mind, I'm like... Especially oh, when you get into it and you're watching them and it's... Yeah. You, you see guys, oh, what an idiot. How could you missed that one yeah. fucking like so you try mate the funniest is when because even when because i used to kickbox it gets all serious yeah i know yeah. so just in case you make any risque yeah. jokes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 cuss me i used to kickbox yeah. get a knuckle sandwich so yeah <laughs> but when you're actually doing it the, the adrenaline the mental toughness that mm. you know it, it all hits you so hard and people are screaming it's like you hit like how could you miss that or how could you mm. it's so easy i remember when you were doing do kickboxing and you had a real vibe of you seemed really calm, yeah. like he was like, a lot. <laughs> no, and it I think it medication. was I think it was like that slight inner confidence of just like hundred percent. If shit kicked off here, I yeah. could just shit kicked off in the workplace kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got this. if yeah. I saw someone reaching for that last tea bag, so I kicked uh, in the throat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. have any oh, lunch man. money today, James. <laughs> you're right, though, yeah. when you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a couple of my friends were at a Weatherspoons in Leicester Square mm. watching a Chelsea Tottenham game about four or so years ago. They're just sitting there, everyone's watching the game, having fun. You know, it's a Weatherspoons. It's not... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Go to your local Weatherspoons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, James, like James Weatherspoons. Yeah, give my name, get 10% discount. <laughs> yeah, basically, there was a bunch of Chelsea fans sitting in the corner, like four or five Chelsea fans, and Chelsea scored, I think, and then had a goal disallowed, and one of the Tottenham fans laughed just turned into World War 3. The Chelsea fan just punched him right in the head. Then like there's elderly people sitting right next to these guys. I don't know if they got hit by debris, but it was definitely like a full-on 
John Wayne style oh. Western wow. barbell in the yeah. middle, of, and my friends just were like exit stage right, just got straight out, <laughs> left the old people, <laughs> left the children. I notice I get on the train with Chelsea fans. Every day there's a, a home match. Right. Um, usually I'm coming home at around the time that they're going to Stamford Bridge, and usually they're pretty, you know, can be pretty. Gotta be careful here. They can they can be pretty rough fans. And, I mean, so. Chelsea fans aren't that bad. I'm an Arsenal fan, so I can tell you for a fact. Well, I'm an Arsenal fan as well. I'm <laughs> a fan of nobody. <laughs> Who's John Barnes played for? Barnes, yes, Barnsy. <laughs> That's definitely not a real question. He he used to play <laughs> for Liverpool, didn't he? Oh no, he's he's not playing. <laughs> he's not playing anymore. It's not 1972. Who does, who does Pele play for? Yeah. I've heard. He's, is it Pele? Is it Pele or Peel? I don't. <laughs> I remember when I first came to London, there were some Tottenham fans on the tube. You never trust a Tottenham fan. No. I, I sort of made a joke. That I was like, ooh, Arsenal to these... And they were like, what do you say, mate? What do you fucking say? I was just trying to banter. Yeah, they were like, flip-flops and board shorts. <laughs> bleach blonde hair. Wearing a New Zealand rugby kit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just come over and I'd been warned, don't step on the railway tracks. Whatever you do, you'll get electrocuted. So I was really paranoid that these guys were going to push me under the tracks. Or something. And I was just like... Don't throw me on the tracks. It's a great idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were just going to rough you up a bit. Of yeah. Don't take all my money. <laughs> What's it like in New Zealand? Hit it up, boys, hit it up. Kids fully doing the actions. Yeah. It looks terrifying. Like, I don't know if it's close. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a foreign dude in the pub, would they just... No, it wouldn't just be unprovoked. But if there was a bit of light joshing, like you often get from particularly British rugby fans who are, yeah. who are quite educated and they'll they'll have a bit of a bit That's of why witty banter. joshing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why um, you've lightened it up. Ribbing. Anyway, I, <laughs> think, I don't know what the point was. When you go and watch American football at Wembley, because there isn't like the London team, mm. everybody from all over the country comes to watch. Just whichever two teams play so you see it's 80,000 people there in different jerseys mm, mm. and we're all there just to have fun yeah, it's yeah. amazing my, my perception is that American sports have a, a, a warmer atmosphere I think it depends just how invested you are in the team I just don't think you get like baseball fans tearing each other to pieces in bars and pubs maybe maybe they do I don't, I don't know I think same with NFL I don't, I don't see that I don't read about it that's that must it, mean it doesn't exist <laughs> If you don't see it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. But what are we breathing? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that American sport is, is a lot more stop-starty and a lot more, uh, there's a lot more rules. Yeah. Would that be a fair comment? Yeah. But it's more of an experience as well. Like the Super Bowl, when we go and watch the Super Bowl, we'll go, we'll get like chicken wings and beer and we're watching the game, but we're not. Take that to the extreme, test cricket, you know, you want five yeah, days true. going on the background and I'll be like mowing the lawns and, you know, I'll suddenly realise that a couple of wickets have been lost and I'll be like, oh, you're, you're, you're mowing the lawns at test cricket. That's incredible, <laughs> No, not at test cricket. Whilst listening oh, okay. to test cricket on the wireless. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a sweet talking film man. He's a man and his name is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Kia. Um, I've got, as well as Matt with me, I've got James with me. Hello, James. How's it going, my friend? You are right? So we were wondering if you had any kind of sport or watching sport film references that you could mention. Um, well, it's actually quite a hard one to find films about watching sport, because you either get sports movies or just regular movies. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. Well, thanks, Dan. <laughs> yes, uh, but a film I, that popped into my mind immediately was a film called Fever Pitch, uh, with a young, curly-haired Colin Firth acting not quite as posh as he normally is. And what it's about is I'm a regular about man, guy. a man's obsession with uh, Arsenal Football Club. And at the time, I think it was set in 1989, they hadn't won for 18 years. Sound and, familiar. Uh, he's 
character is absolutely obsessed with it. It breathes it. It's always on his mind. And because of this causes problems with his girlfriend, who gets really annoyed with it. The point that I take from the film is, she says to him, you know, why does it matter? It's only a game. Is she played by Matt? Sorry? No, nothing. And he says, it's not a game for me because it's been 18 years that I've wanted something and this hasn't happened for me. In most other areas of life, you grow out of it or you achieve that goal. Right, yeah. him, it's never happened. And that's why it's kind of justifiable to be so obsessed with a particular sports team, um, a football team, whatever, and that you make that your main goal in life. Um, and this is what happens to him. I was going to ask, what was it, the US remake of that? Or there, was that, that was a Fever Pitch starring Drew Barrymore. Now yeah. I, I, was it called I Fever Pitch? See that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the Boston Red Sox, oh, and it yeah. followed yeah. the season. Was that good, James? I I didn't watch it. No, it was one of them. Ameri- you know, when you get the remake, you're like, is there a point to this? I mean, just ironically, that it ended up being the sort of thing where they hadn't won the league in ages, and then that year that they filmed the film, they won the league. <laughs> so it's interesting uh, on that yeah, perspective. Yeah. But it's, life. Yeah, yeah, precisely, yeah. But no, I haven't seen it. I've seen Fever Pitch, though. It's an excellent film. Mark Strong's in it as well, I think. He oh, right. in it, yeah. 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 Um, but the other question I wanted to raise was, can watching films actually compete with watching sport? I don't think if the you... Jeopardy is quite the same, because it's pre-recorded. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. If you ever get a sports movie, I don't think you can ever capture that excitement. And I think any time a filmmaker tries to do that, like what they've done with Wimbledon and various football matches through the years, it kind of it just doesn't work. Although, because I don't really watch that much sport, I find sport movies much more thrilling. You have films like, for example, Rocky, mm-hmm. where you're so engrossed in the character that you, whilst you might not be enthralled in the actual technicality of the fight mm. you want you really want him to win mm. even though he's not real you're just like oh come what? on Rocky oh uh, <laughs> spoiler as long as Rocky's real in your heart Matt that's oh, the important yeah. thing <laughs> but, but that's, that's a story of kind of human spirit isn't it yeah, rather exactly. than yeah true stop but interrupting the film section Ben <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that story can be told in any setting it doesn't have to yes, be sport yeah, it could be an office worker or something you know. I guess maybe it wouldn't have had the impact it did on, <laughs> on me on it might not have been <laughs> well, no, yeah, you're right no. like, oh, um, tough day <laughs> yeah. another um, a sports film that I really like well I'm checking out Moneyball have you seen that Moneyball's an excellent yeah, Moneyball's film yeah. I feel like Matt now like <laughs> films yeah yeah isolated yeah. <laughs> Money, Moneyball's how I do my fantasy league now man I don't look at the players at all I just go by the points every single week I've won two of the last four years what, literally just moneyballing it yeah but it is an amazing it's all film. just about statistical analysis yeah. you don't even need to watch the games or anything I really 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 like moneyball I do I love sports movies I don't know why but then when I watch the real thing Jerry Maguire I just <laughs> that's a good sports film okay maybe you should leave <laughs> this isn't a film reference but I thought I'd chuck it in anyway there's a great episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm I don't know if you've seen it where he wants to get to the baseball game he goes with the um, prostitute to the game is that that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best episodes ever I think of that show give us a sporty conclusion include all over us watching sport is great but you have to integrate it with other things Do you, I like the way you said great and then integrate <laughs> Yeah, you know, get up in the morning, have your breakfast, watch a football game, and then maybe in the evening go to the opera or something. A bit of everything. That's what James does when he's not fully training as a fighter. (laughs) Is there any sport that you watch quickly, Dan, that you're really into? Yeah, that's what I want to know. World Cup football and tennis. Is there a World Uh, Cup of uh, snooker? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Dan? 
as always, it's been, a, it's been an absolute pleasure. And we'll, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dan. we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Until next time. Goodbye. Take, take Goodbye. Care, man. I love you. What do you think is like an appropriate time, appropriate age to start kids? I, th- I, would I think whenever they show yeah. an interest, really. They could be at a young age. Get, get the two month out on the driving range. <laughs> the problem with kids in sport and parents is always that. I talk to my barber about it a lot because he coaches a, a kid's football team and he's always telling me that the parents are worse than... They, he says they make it so difficult because they're so vile, basically. Oh. They so much abuse at the ref, at the other parents. Mm. And he's sitting there like, this is a... I mean, these kids are like 10 or 11. Mm. And they're just there to play a game of football, but the parents... So if the, as long as the parents don't take it too far, then, yeah. you know, whatever age, I guess. It's, it's about like participating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start as young as you can, mate. Yeah. About yeah. fighting dogs, innit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only a pup. <laughs> I wanted to um, talk about our most memorable sporting moment. Matthew? Well, as a massive Liverpool fan. Um, <laughs> I, I won a little weekend tennis tournament. Sure, wow. you did, Rami. Where's the trophy? Pixar, it didn't oh, have yeah. one. I some for a Rocher. <laughs> Just because you say it, Matt. It's a weekend tournament. There was like there was like shitloads of people playing. There was just you and your mum, wasn't it? <laughs> and she let you in. It's me and your mum. Oh, <laughs> she definitely wouldn't have let you in. Though. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> what about what about sporting uh, that you've uh, watched? Uh, Do you mean going to a live thing? Yeah, or uh, or watching on TV. Oh, wait, I've been to Wimbledon a few times, and I've seen like some some the bigger players, and but like yeah, I went with my dad went on centre court for the first time. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. And the atmosphere does make it more exciting. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I like live sport when I'm actually watching it. When it's on the television. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah, See, I'm the opposite. I like the super slow-mo replays, the reverse angles, yeah. the super closeness. In your, in your comfort of your own house, when it finishes, you can just yeah. turn the TV off. And You're just in your pants. James, would you... Uh, uh, my most proudest sporting moment was when I, I represented Barnet in the London Youth Games at fencing. Wow. Like uh, Madonna in Die Another Day. It's, you know what? I, when you, you know we were talking about boxing being different in films and in yeah. real life. When I saw Madonna do that in Die Another Day, I, I was in a coma for three weeks. <laughs> just <laughs> woke it's up so and Because it's, so it's so bad. Oh. It's her, her technique. Just everything. Just everything about that whole thing. Just yeah. That movie's awful. It, the, it, just that whole film. Just consign that to the dustbin of history, man, honestly. <laughs> But favourite sporting moment scene mm. was when I watched Arsenal beat Man U in Cardiff. The oh, FA wow. Cup final in 2005. Yeah. We were getting crushed yeah. for 120 minutes. Oh, so I went to extra time? Yeah, yeah. They, they smoked us for 120 minutes. <laughs> it went to extra time, Matt. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Is that when they had some extra time on? Did, so to go to... It went to penalties, yeah. Oh, yeah so right. they crushed us for 120 minutes. It went <laughs> to penalties. And then Paul Scholes missed. Yeah, right. And then Patrick Vieira stepped up oh. and smashed it. Love Vieira. Yeah. And the this whole coaching. stadium just went absolutely. People in front of me were crying. It was just like, yeah, brilliant. It was sweeter because they were. That's beat, the they, best type of win. Yeah, when because you don't they were deserve crushing. It. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. didn't yeah. deserve it. It's the best type of win because it's the worst type of loss. Oh for my them. gosh, the salt levels in that stadium were oh, so yeah. high. I think everyone's <laughs> cholesterol went up by about four points. But I was just. Oh, that's Basking so cool! It. Yeah, but that was a that was a wonderful day. Probably my favourite sporting thing that I did. I actually I won a corporate sprint, and my favourite sporting moment was probably watching anything to do with Mike Tyson growing up. That interview afterwards, where the guy was like, 
Mike, did you feel... Man, I don't know, man. Praise be to Allah. What? <laughs> Mike, did you feel that you... <laughs> the two worlds just yeah, yeah. didn't, you know. Then by the end of Andy Holyfield's ear off, just the guy... Do you like that? I don't like that, but it's just memorable. It's seared in my memory. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the Mike Tyson, like, where were looking, you when? There's a moment where he, he looks around and he sort of spits the air out on the ground through his mouth guard and kind of looks confused like, what's that? <laughs> it's like, that's the fucking air that you bit off, mate. Like, it's like he just lost, he had that moment where he just lost it. And yeah, but, um, but also, you know, an incredibly vulnerable, emotionally vulnerable person as well. And I find him fascinating. The sad thing about Mike, the story of Mike Tyson is he's a very extreme case of it, but you see it so often these days with a lot of young professional athletes where they just don't have a clue what sort of position they're in. Nobody's taken the time to teach them how to be adults mm. and they just stay children, extremely rich children Yeah. until like the older generation, you'd watch it as a kid. And it, football especially was a terrorist thing, you know? You'd go after work, and it was a working class thing, and everyone yeah. would go and enjoy the game. And that was part of it, you know? You, you had such a hard day at work, and you'd go with all your mates, and you'd have a drink, and it, it was a lifestyle. It wasn't just something... Yeah, yeah. yeah, kind of forget was, your troubles. Yeah, completely. And now, it's something that we've appropriated still in this day and age, but it's everything is inflated to the point I mean how expensive is it to go see anything live Arsenal get a season yeah. ticket for, for and they Arsenal. raised the price they haven't won anything prop. they've won the FA Cup but they haven't won the league since what since 2004 mm. and the season ticket now it's more expensive for an Arsenal season ticket than it is to get a low end Real Madrid season ticket and fly there and watch them and, and I think too to get on the just to get on the waiting list it's to be on the waiting years. list is, right. yeah. and that's just to not even is that a red Membership? Yeah, that's, yeah. Just, that's the normal level. Normal yeah. level. So it's it's so crazy. You know, it's like you watch this stuff. It's up to what end now? A lot of professional football is just like the most expensive teenagers who yeah. they don't care about the club, they don't care about the badge, they don't really probably care about playing football. Man you know, City, I'd put in that. Yeah, so. they just take the paycheck. They'd happily sit on the bench for a year, mm. just getting paid three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week mm. without even really wanting to play. But that's in all sports. American football, you get it. In basketball, you get it. It's just and it makes it, it get like I said, it makes it. Don't get it in rugby, mate. Yeah, no, no. no. You do start to now, actually. It's mm. just. The more the more money and stuff that gets you know poured into the sport, the more, the less they seem to care. Matt's on the edge of a seat. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I think, no, no, I, I think, think I'm interested. I think I, Matt I slipped into it. a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, a sport coma. Matt, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Welcome to Kieran James. <laughs> <laughs> so How do you that was my like, rival podcast. <laughs> the podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> the spin-off. That was the, uh, the podcast, podcast. See you or hear you next time. No, we won't hear them, will we? They'll hear no, us. they'll hear us. Okay, great. So there you have it. The players who represent one of the teams have managed to get the ball into the net belonging to the players who represent the other team, and the crowd is happy that has happened. And yeah. <laughs>